to Dump, Dump, Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos, usually. But this week, we are going into the ghosts of Saltmarsh, and we have some amazing new players. Well... Some. It's a lot, it sounds like there's like multiple, multiple. We have one amazing new player and we have a GM. Well, I suppose I'm kind of a new player. So two. Well, one amazing new player and half a relatively okay player. That's me. And then we have uh, a GM that is not me for this episode. This has gone really <laughs> this well. Has gone, <laughs> this has gone pear shaped. Um, and this is why I'm not, this is why I'm not uh, GMing this episode. So to explain further, it's Tristan who will be the GM. Hello. <laughs> So I'm very excited that I get to play with you today because I believe this is also our last recording in this setup, which yes. is viciously exciting. Tristan has decided to leave us. Yes, but for good causes and we'll we'll hang out. No, we'll never forgive you. Moving on, today <laughs> at the time of this recording is the release of the new D&D book in 2019, The Ghost of Salt Marsh. And we're excited about this. So we've taken the D&D Beyond articles. They're sort of like tasters. And um, we're going to run a joint encounter sort of as a one shot. It's technically unrelated to the upcoming adventure. But obviously that adventure is full of storms and ships and Sahuagin. Uh, so this encounter is sort of like a prologue to Saltmarsh itself. It's written by James Hayek. He writes for D&D Beyond. He's the lead writer. He's also the co-author of Waterdeep Dragon Heist, the Critical Role Taldori campaign setting. He's the DM of Worlds Apart and a freelance writer for Wizards of the Coast and other things. Wish we got a cred role like that. Hmm? We probably do. I just don't read it. (laughs) (laughs) In a moment, I'm going to ask you to uh, describe the characters you're playing. But going around the table, who is with us today? Should we start here? Hi, I'm Wednesday and today I'm playing Salazar. Hi, I'm Carla, in case you forgot. I am playing a character named Talali, and I'm a halfling. <laughs> and I'm a, so what are we, just like Salazar, Talali the halfling, like it's, so it's like my another, name. And a third piece of information, okay. Yeah. My name is Kirsten, I'm playing an, a seagull Arakoko called Seagull, and I am Nelly's pet. Hi, I'm Nelly. And Nelly is new. <laughs> Nelly is new. We like Nelly. I'm an interloper. Uh, I am playing Ariana. I am a half elf ranger person, and I want to see if my seagull is graceful or drunk. That's it's it. a 50 50 chance. There's yeah. no, there's no way of telling. Character motivation. So, diving right in. This was supposed to be an easy voyage across a few miles of open water. The seas are supposed to be blessed with calm winds and placid waters at this time of year, but no true sailor ever leaves port without preparing for the worst. You and your party are travelling from the port town of, and at this point I need some suggestions, which town have you come from? Give me a town name, a port town name. Can we make it up or does it have Please to be? Oh, because I was going to say, <laughs> that's why we play homebrew, because <laughs> I don't know, like, the Forgotten Realms and things. Um, port town. Port town. No, that's not the. The port town of Port Town. <laughs> Question mark was like, oh, we are naming a port town. Sorry. Guys, what's wrong with Port Town? Port Town is it's good, it's solid. Guys, I mean, we could. <laughs> it's the important town. Maybe it's just P O R. Import town. I like that. Import Let's do town. that. Import okay, so I M P O R. Import town. Yeah, import town. Import town. Or import. 
town. Import town. Mm. Depends on your info. Oh, it's or imp- export town. Or town. Like or customs town. <laughs> like Let's Vegas. just call it the town of customs. <laughs> like Vegas or bust. It's like imp or town. Give your players a finger and they'll take the whole arm. Uh, All right. Yeah. What's the name of the port town? Import town. Import <laughs> That one. <laughs> or, or commonly pronounced as I'm poor town. <laughs> yeah. It depends on your situation in There's life. There's so much backstory to this town already. Great. Yeah. Mm. So you're traveling from the port town of import town to the town of Saltmarsh. In order to make this journey, you've booked passage on a trading vessel named the Sharkfin. Now, my question is, did you have a name or did you just decide not to let us name the ship? (laughs) No, it totally has a name. You can totally name the ship. James can back me up on this one. It came with a name. Lame James. (laughs) Lame. So it's a famous double-masted caravel which carries cargo from port to port along the coast, occasionally taking short journeys across open waters. Question: What's a caravel? I was thinking the same thing. I totally pretty. had to look this up. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. Uh, it's pretty. I also discovered so it's. So I poop on it. I'm doing a quick Google search. Portuguese. <laughs> it's Portuguese ship. It yeah. It's the one with Has it got all a of the, on the front? all of the sails. It's the one. Yeah. It's the very. It's like when you, see a, a, when you see a ship, ship in, a in a movie. So it's like it's the black hole. hole. But yeah. pretty. I, but pretty. Yeah. I think of any ship that you'll see in a bottle, it's, it's that oh, one. Oh, Caravan um, just brought up Volkswagen. <laughs> I just brought up combis. Yeah. 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 This is a very ugly ship, guys. <laughs> it is late at night, about 18 hours into a 20-hour voyage. When you went to sleep in your cabin below the decks of the Sharkfin, Captain Grandana a female half-orc pirate with a heavily scarred face and a wild mane of graying red hair tied down underneath her bandana. She assured you that you would dock by daybreak. When you retired for the evening, the gentle rocking of the ship atop the placid sea lulled you to sleep. Can you please describe who is sleeping in this cabin? What your characters are that you are playing today and also what they look like. What are, please describe them. All right, so myself, me, I, Salazar... I'm sleeping not very well because it's on a ship, but I'm trying to sleep well because I understand how important it is to sleep because how else do you get your brain to work properly? So I'm sleeping in my velvet cloak. It is a deep purple. My perfect black mustachios are perfectly positioned on my face such that they don't irritate my nose while I sleep. And my long black hair is tied back in a, in a braid so that it also just doesn't mess with my sleep. And I look angry while I'm sleeping <laughs> because I'm very uncomfortable. Check. I think it's the braid. Uh, so Talali, the half, halfling, is uh, lying on one of the bottom bunks and her warhammer is, she's holding onto it, but it's like off the edge of the bottom bunk. And she is snoring very, very loudly. She's quite ca- calm on the ship. Uh, she's been on multiple ships. And she has a very dark complexion and brown hair that's braided and pulled back into uh, plaits at the back. And she is wearing. Almost, almost like a cleric's robe, but that she's maneuvered and put sort of pirate 
belt pouches across every inch so that she has like herbs and things hidden in there. What's in every pouch? No one knows. Um, yeah, so she sprawled out, arm and warhammer off the edge, just lying spread eagled on the bottom bug, which for a halfling she totally can. Is there a perch? You tell me. You are in the are there cabin rafters? below the decks. Are, you, are there rafters? Let's say yes. I am in the rafters. My name is Seagull. I am a seagull, Arakokra. So imagine finding Nemo seagull, but human-sized. Scary as all hell. <laughs> and I'm not sleeping. I am busy eyeballing a coin that is like like rolling from one side of the ship to the other as it sways. <laughs> and it's like got all my like laser bird focused attention on it and I'm also a rogue so it looks almost like I'm trying to stalk the coin so if the coin rolls too far I jump to another rafter perch like just in the shadows so it looks like this very ominous thing is in the in the ceiling and but I never stray too far from Ariana who is my Erna, who adopted me when I was a small chick. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> and I, Oriana, I... Be careful what eggs you buy at the market. <laughs> Please do. Watch them. At Carefully. Poor Town. <laughs> you should just, I should have eaten those eggs a long time ago. <gasps> right. Uh, I am sitting in a corner by myself, so I have a good full view of the entire open space. I make it look very graceful because I am, of course, very graceful as a half-elf. And I'm dressed in mostly um, like light armor and art and some leathers, and I have long green hair, and I am pretending to sleep at the same time. And that coin you think you're stalking, I put that coin there just to amuse you because I know you'll be bothersome otherwise. It's working. <laughs> nice job. Cool. After what seems like only a moment's slumber, you are jolted awake by a frantic knocking at the door. I roll over, pick up my warhammer, and level it at whatever's coming through his kneecaps. Wow. wow. A muscular, tattooed gnome with thick red facial hair pushes open the door, and you recognize him as Rackham Burn. It's the shark fin's first mate. Uh, I rest on my warhammer. I swoop down to the coin. And stand on it. I don't bother to move because it's not worth my time. I stand up very slowly and scowl and I lift my eyebrows really high and ask him, are we there yet? He pounds like aggressively on this ajar door and he shouts at you, it's up, up you lot. There's and- a storm coming this way and it's a right owler. I know you ain't part of the crew, but we're preparing for the storm double time. We need your help or we're going under. I guarantee it. Who's coming? Uh, Talalia walks towards the door and she's like, you realize we were up, but now we're up again. So we're going, you, you, you. And I point at the three of them. You're all helping. And then me and my Seagull, hammer say Seagull so. looks away as if like, who's speaking? <laughs> Good Seagull. Good. Rackham turns unceremoniously and then continues walking up out of the cabin. So you follow. I follow him. I'm going to follow, but I'm going to very loudly and very clearly say, obviously, they need my help. 
and I'm going to <laughs> so to learn you got into bed. this trip <laughs> no obviously I, I need my help I'll collect my weapons slowly at my own time I'll look at Seagull let's go <laughs> but go ahead and then me. I'm trying to like sweep the coin up with my <laughs> With my wing, and it's obviously not working, so I'm trying to pick it up. I take pity and pick up the coin, (gasps) but I hold it in front of Seagull to keep Seagull's attention. Fine, fine. And I walk away as Seagull follows me and the coin. Yeah, Seagull follows me. (laughs) (laughs) A glorious exit. You reach above deck, and you are greeted by a dark sky and a low, distant rumbling. There are tiny flashes of lightning that you can see in the distance, and this illuminates a rocky shoreline nearby. Half a dozen sailors that they're running to and fro and they're preparing bailing buckets and tying safety lines around their waists. There's just a lot of hustle and bustle. So seeing as most of you, if not all of you, are passengers, not sailors, I assume, um, Byrne makes the sort of same assumption and then makes a suggestion uh, of certain tasks that you can do to help ready the shark fin the storm and at this point we're going to go into an encounter challenge which is something over here i'm handing out pieces of paper to everybody oh my god can i just say tristan that you are making me look bad guys don't get prepared for like no i prefer carla carla just gave us james so this is how this is going to work we're going to do an encounter challenge each character has a turn and your turn essentially lasts one hour of in-game time and you can only make one turn, one check. You'll notice on this table I've given you, these are a list of not prescriptive and limited things. These are just ideas. You can batten down the hatches, secure the gear, strike the royals, plot a course towards safety, loose a prayer to Umberly, rally the crew's spirits or use your magic. Anything you can think to do to help the ship, the shark fin, prepare for the storm. I do want to clarify, yeah. does anyone have the sailor background? Did anyone take that as their background? Uh, Not this one. No. <laughs> okay. cool. I didn't know there was a sailor background. There is indeed. Do you have a sense of what you want to do yes. for your character? Fantastic. Yeah. So um, we'll just do this one at a time going around the table. The way this skill check works is you have to make the ability check as per the thing you are doing. Mm. If you are not doing anything on the table, just describe it to me and we can agree on what that check might be. And you are looking for a 10 or higher to get a success. And you need a certain amount of successes in order to have the ship be prepared for the storm and not to be dashed upon the rocks. So shall we just go anti-clockwise around the table, I suppose, and mm, tell sure. me what your check is and then we'll make a roll for it. Okay, I am going to rally the crew spirits. That's a charisma check. It says performance by by singing. But what I'm going to do instead of singing is I'm going to chant in abyssal (laughs) to (laughs) the dark lord that I sold my soul to. (laughs) So cheerful. So it's not really a song. It's more like... A chant. It's chanting. It's like it's chanting, but in abyssal, so okay. it's probably so it's not like pretty. hideous growling. Basically. A part of me wants to make it disadvantage for that reason, but I don't. You, I think it's also terribly you. exciting <laughs> to do it. So just I, don't, I don't mind. Roll that. Um, so performance here. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Okay. Very nice, Talali. Um. I was going to pray to my God, Umberly, <laughs> but I, I hear this chanting and I'm like, ah, that should do it. <laughs> <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Some <laughs> devil will come out I of mean, the water eventually. Well, I don't know what she's saying. I imagine it's all right. Also, uh, Tempest guards generally just do whatever the fuck they want. So, yeah. Um, I'm going to then use my magic to help protect the ship, and I'm just going to walk around casting mending on all the things. <laughs> all right, so roll that check. All the things as they break. Yeah, I'll be like, you're mended. You get a mend. Yeah. You get a mend. So this is using your magic, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... 24. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. mended. Yeah, that sounds legit. So, so we forgot to explain actually what happened previously. So, yes, you, you begin doing the chant and as the wind starts howling, it, it catches your abyssal tones and everyone looks a little bit perturbed, but it kind of rallied, rallies them in their unified fear of whatever <laughs> the hell is happening on the ship. So, cool. That's the one thing. Then you run around starting to mend and everyone in their sort of freaked out state as they prepare the ship um, is now going, oh, that's quite surprising. Yes, the ropes are suddenly tauter, frayed things are being fixed. Um, bits of wood that had come off from years at sea are, are being fixed and you're just kind of giving it a good spick and span. Yeah. You're going to make it look hearty. All right, uh, what does Sigil do? Sigil um, is going to obviously use his wings for good as he's been well trained to <laughs> do. So he's going to strike the royals but instead of climb to the top of the main mast, he's just going to fly. Fantastic. So what do you have to roll for that? Uh, dexterity acrobatics. Cool. Because you've got wings, you can roll with advantage. I'm using wee little dice. Mm. They're baby dice. Oh, it escaped. <gasps> the world's smallest dice. 18? Hmm. Cool. Oh, with advantage. Hold on. 18. <laughs> 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 I really wanted to be 18. Noted. So um, you... You spot them, you spot the mast, you're like, this is my home, this is what I like to do, and you fly up even with the winds as they pick up in the darkening sky and your your party members and compatriots doing their things. You fly up, you find the flag, and you strike it through the air, and the little flag whoops into the air. Shall we say it's a Jolly Roger? Climb to the top of the main mast and lower the highest sails to stabilize the ship. Never mind, I <laughs> thought you were just putting up the, the flag. Um, I mean, I can, but that's not going to help. <laughs> Let's say you do that after you draw in the sails. Okay. <laughs> a rallying flag. So basically, I'm just like, yeah, put up a flag. Basically, uh, let your, let your Siegel, ship flag fly. Seagull <laughs> will go to the, the sail ropes that are holding the sails up and just start gnawing with his beak. Excellent. I'm going to look at Seagull doing this and it's going to take me a moment. I'm going to be like... Oh, okay. And then I don't mend that. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Well, you can mend it when it's done. Go. Well, so I was going to strike the royals, but then I remembered I have a good bird. So my bird did it for me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to... If only birds could smile with a beak. <laughs> <laughs> you try very hard. Yeah. I know in your heart that you're trying. I'm going to plot Just a course towards safety. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a wisdom perception check. Okay. Plotting a course towards safety using navigational tools. Do you find that talking to your dice helps? Well, recent experience, I have been running like shit. So today we're working well. So I got a, what did I get? 17. 17. Very good. Very, very good. All right. So um, you dash up to whatever that thing is called at the back of the ship where the wheel is, that upper. The prow. The prow. Okay. The prow or the bow? Potentially. Prow, stern. Bow. It's, it's bow. bow. It's bow. And stern. Mm. 
Why did you listen to me, guys? <laughs> Why haven't you done your research, <laughs> Gia? You gave us a whole table. I know what a kettlebell is. The I'm, the I'm pretty sure it's the prowl. Let's just call it the driver's seat and be done with it. I thought it was about. I'm thinking about in a small ship. It's about like someone. Please correct us. Let us know. Uh, you can get a hold of us at the following. Run us at dum dum die on everything. On everything. Um, so you run up there, and there's um, a figure busy um, spinning the wheel, trying to hold it together. And yeah. you you grab the little tools that they use to like mark a, a course, and you like you quickly check through them, and you're like, cool, yes, this way, stay hard here, and you get a hand on the wheel, and you help them hold it steady. So you were there. It's yes. called the helm, people. Oh, wow. Oh. We're all very, 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 very wrong. You are welcome for this educational uh, moment in Dum Dum Die. Yeah, the more you know. As it so happens, you've gotten a certain amount of successes, and we will so continue four. with the next skill challenge. So we didn't die. Good job. A Yet. terrible storm darkens the clouds and splits the skies above with lightning. Howling winds tear at the sails and biting rain tears at exposed flesh. The time to prepare is over. The storm has come. The broad-shouldered Captain Grandana Stormbreaker strides towards you. She greets you tersely. And seeing what you have just done... So wait, how does she greet us? Well you done. Don't say tersely. <laughs> <laughs> Hail well met. No, she says, well done, passengers. I must thank you. I don't know how she many of you are sailors. She's for being in a storm. She is the captain after all. Yeah. Goes down there as a deal. I don't know how many of you are sailors in this life or a past life, but your quick work may have saved our lives and your own. Money? Steal yourselves. The storm is about to hit. And almost before she can finish saying it, it does. The waves uh-huh. crash into the starboard bow. Wherever eh? that is. <laughs> With enough force to nearly knock That's everyone off their feet. Not me. I have hoffling nimbleness. I just slide. <laughs> With my warhammer. No, it looks like an 80s cool. music video. It would <laughs> totally knock me off my feet because as the storm started, I would have raised my hands up into the sky and started to laugh maniacally. <laughs> Again, nice and creepy. It's as, so I, as I like slide across the ship, I'm just going to look at her really weird as my warhammer's he, okay. between my really two thin. shoulder blades. I don't I'm know what really, humans really are. Like, uh, You've got long hair, right? Moustaches. She doesn't assume gender. You've got long hair, but dwarves also have moustaches. Men but and dwarves. Women. All right, moving along. So <laughs> you must now... But dwarves. <laughs> you must now help keep the ship afloat and on course long enough to sail through the storm. So we're going to do another set of skill challenges. Is it the same paper? You must make three successful ability checks before earning three failures. You can use any ability score paired with any skill or tool proficiency you wish, but a character cannot use the same ability score proficiency two turns in a row. Okay. So basically pick something else on the table. So what are we trying to do? Keep the ship like... Sailing through the storm. Oh, so you've okay. prepared in a way by doing these things, but now you actually have to keep it on course and oh. keeping it fine. Okay, um, okay. If so you're stuck, um, what the suggestion here is, if you can't think of a good action to take during the skill challenge, you can suggest some course of action, figure out what a good ability score and proficiency combination might be. So just think of what you might do. So it's do. a ability score. Yeah, just summon another different ability score and you can think freely on what you want this to be. If you want a few seconds. Uh, I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. Fantastic. It's something <laughs> let's I go, let's go, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, so I'm going to cast Guidance. 
which gives everyone I sort of touch and it's a cantrip so I can do it as much as I want. Don't touch so me. you're going <laughs> to I'm just going to everyone I touch gets a plus 1d4 to a skill of their choice. Ooh, okay. So okay. I'm going to just be like you got this. You got as I'm going to walk. So I walked around going, you get a mending. You get a mending. Now I'm walking around going, you got this. You got this. Hey, feel looking good. <laughs> Just like, well, and sliding along the ship with my Warhammer. Right, <laughs> looking so, pretty fly for so a halfling guy. <laughs> so it's a cantrip. But um, then, you normally wouldn't have to roll this to... to have it go off, correct? Yeah. So maybe I can make it perception because I'll just be like, I see you. Yeah. Feel, you look like you're cool. flagging a little bit. Let's so do that. DC is 10. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mended real good, but uh, I'm like not used to yeah. relying on an actual skill for guidance to work. Guidance must just work. <laughs> More people are having the reaction that Ariana was having. It was like, why are you touching me? Stop. Yeah, <laughs> trying to do I stuff. Like, I'm not even phased by that. Yeah, I'm just, just carrying going. on touching people. Fantastic. Who wants to go next? <laughs> Uh, Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll go next. Cool. Um, I I so it. I'm using my amazing navigational skills to keep us on course, and I need to keep the steering wheel. Helm. 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 Yes, that good oh, word. The ship steering wheel. The ship steering wheel. Let's just call it that. I'm going to keep it like tight and, and whatnot and keep it on course. That means I need my strength. Yeah. So I'm going to do like a strength roll. Yeah. You can make acrobatics if you want. Acrobatics, yes, because I'm very acrobatic. Yes. Yes. As an aside, I realized why people were perturbed because I'm a halfling, so I'm kind of butt-tapping them when I go past. It's not like on the shoulder. <laughs> it's just a bit of casual sexual harassment. The DC you is 11. No. Yeah, no, that did not happen. Ooh, second failure. Are we failing at this Ooh, guy? one more and uh, you did failed so good the skill challenge. Previously. Okay. You're our only hope, please. So, I <laughs> Come have... Come on, birdie. <laughs> I, have... I don't think it's the bird going. <laughs> oh, come on, I have human. something called Devil's Sight, Ooh. which allows me to see normally in darkness, both magical and non-magical, to a dis- distance of 120 feet. So I'm going to try and direct Ariana to keep us on course so we don't hit anything. That we're going in the right sort of direction. So that's a perception check, right? Let's make it that. I also just realized I said acrobatics. That's a dexterity check instead of a strength check. But if you're still happy with it. No. <laughs> but I rode like shit. So that, that wouldn't have okay. yeah. yeah. wouldn't have mattered. Eight. Your DC is now 12. So that is three failures. Good job. Can we have like a bonus girl. round or something? <laughs> a bonus save? I have There's a moment water when you're like, bonus birdie round. Yeah. Can the bird go now? No, is it worth it? I'll entertain the idea, but technically, the skill challenge is if you hit three failures before three successes, you have failed it. But, but technically, we've had four successes. Mm. No, that was for that the was that was a previous skill one. challenge. This uh, is a new skill challenge that yeah. the storm is here. So, if you have a wonderful idea you want to describe for me, that's totally fine. I'm gonna help Ariana because I'm a super helpful bird, and I'm gonna stand on the helm. Oh God! Not and me. use my weight to balance and keep the helm straight. Fantastic! Most goodest bird that is you helping out. <laughs> Number one seagull. Yes. Cool. You are doing that. You don't have to roll. That's also, fantastic. Also, did you guys add your d fours? No, because uh, you failed that. That was a fail. Because she was supposed to give us that was a inspiration, fail. guidance, or yeah. something. Well, I failed. Yeah. Yeah. I failed the check, but and, yeah, the guidance yeah. works. It should still so work. Can I still oh. add it? Oh, oh. Oh. Add it on. Add it on. Tell me what yes. you So you two can 12. add it. Twelve. So yeah. then Wednesday makes it. What was my DC? 
Like oh, DC was 12. No, it's not 12. <laughs> no, 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 no. I failed. It's 11. Uh, yeah, you was, okay. So you're also failed. Would you also failed? Yeah. Even though I guided you towards being better. <laughs> Ain't nothing but a chicken wing. When it, am I rolling? <laughs> you don't have to roll anything because the, the check has been failed already. Yeah. But let's see. Roll it then. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I think so this is a failed. sign. Regardless of all the additions, this is a sign. So, the shark fin is tossed about in the ocean's grip like a rag doll. It is flung into a reef about two miles from the shore. The force of the ship's bottom dragging against the reef does more than tear through the wood. It also jolts the vessel so violently that both masts crack at once and crash down upon the deck. Then the retreating wave cracks the ship on its port side, causing the entire vessel to roll onto its side. The next wave picks the ship up and hurls it 100 yards forward, spinning it upside down and smashing the entire vessel to flinders. Whoa. Uh-uh. That was Can you all please make a constitution saving throw? <laughs> DC 25. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think anyone at level two can don't make that. So nine. I got 13. Uh, I did not. <laughs> yeah, I only got 13. So the adventure is originally leveled at, at level one. So we're doing great, level twos. Yeah, good job, <laughs> level still, twos. Yeah. You all fall unconscious. Gracefully. TPK, thank you guys. <laughs> unconscious is not dead, okay? All right. When we're all unconscious? Yes. Yeah. It's better than dead. Even the yes, cleric. everyone's unconscious. <laughs> Even the cleric. I'm snoring super loud. All goes black. <laughs> you awaken. <laughs> <laughs> Only to find the lower half of your body submerged in brackish, briny water. Mm. Something is clenched tight around your wrists. You look up to find iron manacles around each wrist. Your arms are pulled over your head and behind your back, and the manacles' chains are looped around a tall coral formation. The coral digs painfully into your back, and you notice that you have been stripped of your weapons, armor, and equipment. But not my dignity. <laughs> not dignity. <laughs> your dignity. You're also uh, wearing your plain clothes, your uh, waterlogged plain common clothes. As a bird. <laughs> My clothes are not common. Yeah. Double check the Aracocra. Don't they have arms and legs and then just wings off the back? No, but like, she's a seagull, Aracocra. There are no hands there. We discussed this before the game. But no, but what I'm saying is like, are there like the manacles on her feet? Like, is she hanging upside down? Shall we say that? that I think that would bring us joy. Let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no, right <laughs> You're like blood is rushing to your head so yeah. much. Okay, so this is where you find yourselves. Can I pick at the manacles? Um, sure, uh, in, in a second. But this place <laughs> you find yourself in is um, filled with six foot tall outcroppings of salmon pink coral. It would be beautiful if most of these pillars weren't adorned with desiccated and salt-rimmed corpses of prisoners unable or unwilling to fight. It is beautiful. <laughs> it is something, but I would not use that word. I'm like, there's water <laughs> quite high up oh, my yeah. neck. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, um, whatever we're doing, it would be great if we could get out the water quite quickly. It was, is someone saying something? What? It's <laughs> me, you... And then I like try and turn my head, and I'm like, "What are you again?" I forget. I'm you, <laughs> you with the bird. I'm a half elf, hence tall. Hmm. Look, everybody's knees oh look the God. same to me. Wait, wait. These manacles—they're attached to a wall, right? To so a coral formation. To a coral formation. Is it? To a 
coral formation. Wall made out of coral. What are you asking? What are you asking? The point I'm asking is that if she's really short, does she even touch the water? <laughs> I mean, even how would, close to the water. How would you I'm like this to be water. at the base of the coral formation or somewhere in the middle? Do just I sort drown of or hang? I'm going to say let's go with drowning. <laughs> so you're close to the water. My God is unbelievable. So if I die in water, it's not the end of the world. Okay. Wet footsteps echo down the hallway. Something Hold on, I'm still picking. <laughs> Something is approaching. What do you do? I brace myself. Release me. Ow! Uh, <laughs> how dare you? I, I'm like... I'm like... Hold on, I get the big... I'm trying now. to like <laughs> lift, lift my head to try and see what's going on. And I'm like, who can see anything? What's going on? So, drowning halfling, pecking bird... Human, just sort of half elf, half elf, indignant, and also indignant. Yes, and Salazar shouts I am, out, "I'm shouting out, release me!" So what you see approaching, <laughs> <laughs> peck festive bird, are two Sahuigan. Can you all so we'll make a history check? Sahuigan, yeah. history yeah. or nature, right. whichever you would like. Not twenty. Wow. Well, the thirteen. The birds eighteen. Of nature. 18, 18. I, know, I can't see a Sahagan. I'm on five. Sahagan. There is stuff in the guys. There is stuff in this water. <laughs> stuff you don't want to know about. <laughs> Did you pee in it? No. I'm like. Other than that, there's <laughs> other stuff in this water. Talali is seeing more water than like air at this point, so she's just focused. On that, 18 you said? Yes. And 13 for Ariana? Yes. I got five. Okay. So that's why you just see that. But, so the two of you, um, you know that Sahuagin are these um, weird sort of fish humanoid type creatures. Um, green sort of scales, very scary, lots of teeth, like these weird fin-like ears. Are they basically the fish people? They're not Kuatoa. They're not like I was wondering if it's like look like fish. They're like piranha mermaids. Piranha mermaids. Creepy mermaids. Piranha so, mermaid. Um, you both know, uh, Sigil and Ariana, not Sigil, um, Salazar and Ariana, that huh? Sahuagin are right. Sigil got a nat 20. I'm getting to you. I'm getting to Even from the water, I can see that she knows. So, the two of you know that they are rightly feared as the sea's true masters in seaside towns like Saltmarsh and Import Town. Sigil. On top of that, also know that countless squabbling Sahuagin baronies dot the rocky coast of the Azure Sea. You. Okay, hold on. The hell did you. English. Yeah. Color. So, There's lots of different fighting factions. Yeah. Yes. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so As a, you know, I'm hanging upside down by my feet right now. So a oh, barony, yeah, the blood is rushing to your brain. Yes, yes. my brain is working so A barony hard. is run by a baron or a baroness, and you, more than likely, this is for your 20, have found your way into the clutches of a mighty baron of some sort, hmm. looking at the lair and looking at these two creatures who approach you. So, Release me! One Release of them, me! Now! They look, they look at you a moment, the, the sort of more slender one, you could say maybe more feminine features, um, touches their throat and you see a little bit of magic sort of appear and, and curl around the throat. And then you suddenly hear her, assumedly her, speak in common. And she says, Prisoners? <laughs> you are the exalted guests of Baron Razafang, Lord of the Northern Coast. Though you are imprisoned and may die soon, 
you have the chance to win your freedom. I want to do that. Me, pick me, pick me. I'm just squinting at her. I'm like, is that your voice? (laughs) You will be freed if you defeat one of the Baron's prized beasts in a gladiatorial bout in the Coral Coliseum. Pick me. Release me. Thank you. I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it. Uh, uh, she's like lifting her head. The one that's gurgling can tries to me. Pick it's her. me, the head. The head. Siegel tries to pick her. It's like, I will kill you after. Roll a. <laughs> if you do don't it, do stop it, do the it, picking, it, it, and then I can, every time she picks me, I dip so under. <laughs> and I come up and I'm like, and then I spray water at her face. Ah! This hilarious clown show is happening. Do you want to roll an attack for your pecking? I would like to roll persuasion to get them to release me. Okay, well, <laughs> roll it. It's roll it, roll it. How are you persuading? Other than pecking? I'm not pecking them, I'm pecking her. And how is that persuading them to let you go? No, because I was like, release me, now, we'll do it, thank right. you. Okay, uh, make a persuasion with disadvantage. Uncomfortable! <laughs> not natural! <laughs> Help! <laughs> so, so no. He's a wine. That's wow. a, it's a, it's a, no. What was it? Like a good spell. It's a good spell. Oh, okay. um, uh, this, this but with persuasion is full. <laughs> good to know. A crit fail is a crit fail. Um, the the Sahugan who's trying to speak to you looks at you like very intensely and goes, And I turn my head with my one seagull eye and I look back. <laughs> you! Weasel, silence! <laughs> To qualify for this honor, you must first prove your worth against the other prisoners in the Proving Grounds. Now that you're awake, you may visit the Proving Grounds whenever you wish. Now! Simply call for a guard and you'll be provided with a dueling weapon. Guard! 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 guard. (laughs) She looks at the the Sigurian next to her. Guard! 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 Excellent audio content happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) She looks to the Sahugan next to her. Clearly a god. She nods. He nods. And he goes up to each of you and releases you. Okay, cool. But like, I'm while super he's releasing, <laughs> While he's releasing Seagull's manacles, Seagull's like peering at him with, because, you know, birds have like eyes that are on either the side of the head. <laughs> also size of the head, but also they can only look at one, from one eye at a time. So he's like peering <laughs> on the side of his head as he's doing the manacle, inspecting the lock. Fantastic. The Sahuagin does not seem too perturbed. You get the sense that he's been doing this for like ages. And How's your intimidation? You need to work Yeah, on I want to intimidate <laughs> In a moment. I just want you to see this map that they've provided. Mm-hmm. So you are in area one. This, okay. for all intents and purposes, a Sahuagin prison. And that's where they have come down this passageway to speak to you. Cool, They're now releasing cool. you. They're about to lead you into this area, what they call the proving ground. Area so two. So basically area the two. Hunger Games. We'll put, a, we'll put a link to the map. Mm. Yes, well, we should put a link to, to the article, yes. <laughs> which will have the map in it. Yes. Yes. Cool. yes. They release you. And can you all please make for me a perception check? Yes. No. 11. 16. 8. <laughs> Fantastic. So Ariana is the only Again, one. Again, who... I can only see out of one eye at a time. <laughs> yeah, I'm short. Is that your only excuse? <laughs> so you are brought into the proving grounds. Um, Ariana is the only one that notices that above on raised ledges around this rather large cavern are 10 more Sahuagin who stand watch throughout this chamber. And you get the sense it's to prevent any riots or escapes. 
We're surrounded, guys. I sort of step behind one of the tall people because I'm naturally stealthy and I can hide behind others. You do so. And then I'm going to whisper. I'm like, okay, what I can do is I can cast Fog Cloud and then we run and we leave the bird to them. Can you please roll? I can hear you. (laughs) I'm in agreement with that idea. I am, but with the bird. Talali, can you roll a stealth check? See if anyone else hears you. Oh, yeah. Natural 20. Ooh. It's like, it's like she's spoken to your mind. <laughs> and when you all replied, clear whisper, everything's fine. No one hears a single thing you just said. But what does happen is another Sahuagin guard steps down on the short ledges, ledges and hands you each a club. So oh. for all intents and purposes, you have all your magic that doesn't require material components because your, mm. any pouch has been taken. So mm. have a look at uh, cantrips. And make sure that it can be cast without a material. Mm. Most cantrips don't require material components, so just double check. Um, There's a player's handbook on the table, if you need. Also, I have no magic. Yeah, but you can use a club, bro. Okay, anyone can use a club, but not like me. I can't use a club. (laughs) (laughs) This is my club and only mine. Nelly, you can come anytime you want. Mm, I am going to drop the club. And say, I have no need for this weapon. <laughs> Everyone around you seems a bit confused, but they're like, yeah, it's your funeral. So the proving grounds that you're in, once you are handed this club, yeah, has I mean, four sort of regular looking humans. They look a bit bedraggled and a bit bruised, skinny-ish. One of them has like a really awkward goatee. The mm. other one like a, not nearly as mustachioed as you, but like it's one of those little fluffy ones, young-ish. Another one completely bald. Uh, and the fourth one like in shorts for some reason. It's almost like a kid. Um, in addition to those four sort of skinny looking peasant folks, there's two more buff Johnners, one Johnners. with tats, one without. Um, looking quite thuggish. They're standing around the edge of the room. All of them are shivering. And you can see that the two bigger brutish people have already won their weapons and their armor back from proving themselves, but clearly too scared to advance. So they're just staying here and beating whoever comes into this place by uh, the looks of things. We, so, oh, wait, do we, and, then, and then I whisper to them, do we have to fight them or each other? Perfectly them. You? So we can fight them and then we can do the thing later and then... Fog loud and push disappear. I take the cloud that's in my beak and I bonk it on the head. Who? I mm. I stealthily duck. <laughs> nimbly duck. <laughs> Sorry, nimbly. Roll a dexterity saving throw, and you can roll the attack and um, <laughs> whatever it is. Could I bonk it on the head and trip it with my talon? Roll that attack. Yes. Four. See what so what would that be? Talon attack. Yeah. A fourteen. Four. So, <laughs> so the, the bird signal. My armor class is 18, so suck it. <laughs> but I don't have armor on. So you don't take any damage, but mm. Sigil does come up and give you like a bonk on the head and like swipes your feet and you stumble back a little bit just to kind of stop you from talking or whatever the reason may be. So then Sigil drops the club and says, At as this, he can with a beak. The priestess has, without you noticing, kind of retreated back onto one of the upper ledges to watch and she says, Fight, you slugs! Prove that you are worthy to win your freedom from the Baron. <gasps> Can I please fly up to her I perch? I think that Must they've already started fighting. I suppose we... <laughs> In case you didn't notice. Then we don't have a choice. I'll take the big Can one. Can Seagull please fly up to her perch? You may all roll initiative. Oh. That's yeah. so much better. <laughs> oh, well done, me. Why? Nope, that's terrible. <laughs> 15. 15. 
Both 15. Yes. Wow. Who has the higher dicks? No. Not me. <laughs> I got plus two. I got, I got one. Plus one. Mm-hmm. Plus one. I thought she said one dexterity. <laughs> <laughs> one dexterity. Sigal? Nine. Ariana? Ten. So how many fighters are there? There are four common-looking peasant peoples. Interestingly, only, only one of them seems to be uh, female. And then there are two brutish thugs. So six in total. Six total enemies. Salazar, you are first to react to what is happening as the priestess calls out for, for carnage and battle. And what you notice is that um, these six people are all eyeing each other. They're all on their own. They're all like, what the hell? Who's coming up? Who's, who's doing what? They're freaking out. They're, they're ready. It's a free-for-all. You can see that they're all standing ace out. How far away is the priestess? About 40 feet. So the cavern is <laughs> 70 to 80 feet across. Um, so I'm going to say 40 feet sort of standing there. I am going to cast a spell called Eldritch Spear, which has a range of 300 feet. Oh my goodness. And what are you So targeting? it is Eldritch Blast, but with a range of 300 feet, I am targeting that priestess. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. So she's completely separated herself from the battle and you're targeting yes, her. I'm out. targeting okay. her outright because I am powerful and evil. Fantastic. Like that. Roll the attack. First. <laughs> First. Is it normal Eldritch Blast? Is it roll like that? I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. Do not yeah. know the spell. Oh, fuck. No, I, don't, I never use magic. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Eight. You say this thing, you prepare your magic, you look epic and amazing, your cloak whips up water, and you cast this spell, and this dark purple energy shoots across the cavern, and not at anyone who's expecting it, but this priestess who's watching, like, very relaxed. Like, oh, this is going to be pretty. Wham! It like goes right next to her head and the rock just goes, <laughs> she looks displeased. And I go, <laughs> and I raise my arms up and play. The bird uh, starts mimicking the warlock. <laughs> about three sort of Sahuagin um, guards on either side of her, you see them raise their spears and look like at you, like really focused. And she just smiles and she like offers her hand to the, the field as if to say, Draw your attention there. Uh, Talali. Uh, I'm going to... So are they all sort of standing next to each other, the six? In a they newish are, configuration. They're not <laughs> getting too close to each other. So they're about 15 feet... From um, each other. From each other. Um, sort of uh, in a giant glob. So they're kind of dotted around the cavern, but they're on one end of the cavern, about 15 feet apart. Sort of okay. Um... Yeah, that's not going to help me for this one. So I'm going to pick up the club and I'm going to sort of sidle behind uh, uh, the half-elf. And I'm going to... Ariana. That's my uh, name. I don't... <laughs> she doesn't care <laughs> to know your name. And then I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. Ooh, okay. So I'm going to hide behind her. Her with my natural stealth, and I'm going to peep out and be like, boom, sacred yeah. flame. How does that work? You roll the attack? Uh, no, they must make a deck saving throw or take mm. 1d8 radiant damage. Nice. Okay, the skinny commoners roll a 17. Yeah, that. And the more thuggish types roll a 15. <laughs> How the Level 2 sucks. <laughs> yeah. The DC is so, lower than that, is it? Yeah, it's 12. And do they take half damage or? No. Nothing. So, your spell. Yeah. Fires off. 
How does sacred flame work? Do they just erupt normally? Uh, flame like radiance descends, like from <laughs> like a pillar of godly light goes. Oh. It looks, but it's only on one creature. Oh, okay. But so, either way, they failed. It, it targets. Well, I mean, I failed. <laughs> I love this bird. You see this thing come down, and it's just like a fraction of a foot, like outside mm. of someone, and they freak out and they they dart uh, to the left, but it doesn't make contact. With Ooh. Them. Okay. To so, the left, closer to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say that. Yes. I don't, and then I'm like. Good job. Move to the, and then I'm like talking. Move to the left. Yeah, get close you together. You did well, Talali. I did well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just well. just come together. Anything else for your turn? You good? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna like sort of stay behind stay that one, the half elf. Ariana, the who half says elf. her name is Ariana. <laughs> I don't know. It is thus no, her I turn. I don't know. Nor do I care. Oh, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know it's just this tiny creature coming too close for my liking, but matter of time, I'm gonna just ignore it for now. I handle my club and I decide to go for the big, one of those big brawling types. I'm going to just attack him because he looks like he has it coming. Roll it. So you roll your strength plus your proficiency for the club. All right, all right, all right. So plus one, plus two, so plus three is what you're adding for the club. That's not bad. So do 20. 20, 20, 20. Cool, that hits. So you make contact with the club, roll some damage. All right, Uh, that's a d4 damage. 1d4 damage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three. What? <laughs> Don't do that. What, what was that? It's fantastic. It's fantastic. So you just you clonk this this thug like in the space between the, the end of their shoulder and their head, like that clavicle. That's so, where I was, that's why I was doing Wham! And it makes contact and they kind of they judder down <coughs> uh, in response. But they're looking pretty solid. They're looking thuggish. Anything else for your turn? And I'm going to Move so the tiny one is exposed. I don't want to be their shield anymore. Well, yes, you would have to move close to attack them. You would have yeah. Shield. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Uh, in response, the thug swings at you um, for a 10. I don't think that hits. No. Well, yeah. We don't have armor. Uh, armor is 14. Yeah, I'm good. But you don't have armor. We don't have oh, armor. Oh, no. They took my armor. But, um, How about but then have... you're, plus, you're 10 plus your constitution. Yeah. So she's a 12. It's constitutional dex, I forget. Let's say it's that. For the purpose of this game, that's what it'll be, because we're not going to read the rules. But why would you need dex for armor? You if you're a monk, yeah, it's, it's your... Monk, it? okay. rank. But also, why would you need your constitution for armor? Because, because it's how, how tough your body is. Because how hot you are. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. You can be strong, this but so are you for a wow. meat shield? It's, it's so like the difference between gym muscles and actual muscle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Noted. Once so, for show and once for real. Ooh. So constitution and strength. Sorry to all our gymming listeners. So, <laughs> Let me know. The thug misses in their re- retaliation to you. Sigil, it is your turn. Cool. Okay, Sigil wants to... Okay, how far is Sigil from the priestess, first of all? Same thing, about 40 feet. You're, you're sort of on about one 40 end. Feet. Are you sure? Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, for my movement, mm-hmm. I'm a fly, okay. 50 feet. Mm-hmm. Damn. Land on the priestess. Whoa. Okay. Use my talent attack, and then use my cunning action to disengage. <laughs> Let's roll Jump it. and Let's roll fly it. away. Roll nice. them. Okay. You best serve me well. So ten. 
So and you, I say I land on her, but they don't pierce her. They <laughs> just I poop on her and I disengage. You find that as you swoop in and approach, they were so ready from the previous attack by Salazar <sighs> that one of the gods jumps in front. So you can't reach her. You kind of hit him instead, and there's a little bit of poop on him, but he's kind of ready for taking it for his priestess. And then you disengage. <laughs> yeah. And you fly back to where? I fly back to Ariana and stand in between her and the thug. Fantastic. Cool. Um, we'll come back to the top of the round right after the... Could I land on the thug? Oh, that would be good. And knock him prone. Because he's, he's kind of down already. So. Roll a strength check. 17? Yeah, uh, he goes prone. Cool. And then say that's, <laughs> the, that's the wounded one. And you're on him. <laughs> um, the commoners don't really get the sense that you're actually working together. <laughs> so you're not getting the sense that you're a team. So they still think you're all fighting for like each other. Um, so you see the, the the four sort of commoner folk like in a tussle all together, and the other thug comes in and sort of beats one down, and the next one they fall unconscious, and the other two are left in a tussle and they all fall down. So you're left with just the two thugs because the commoners have have gone down. So top of the round, Salazar. One thug is underneath um, Sigil's feet, prone. The other one has just knocked Talons. out like Talons. I don't have feet. Talons, sorry. Oh. Your, your foot, your bird feet. Talons. <laughs> okay, I am going to cast Eldritch Blast at the remaining standing guy. Cool, oh, roll it. Do they just like look like they need a good lesson? Or do they look like they need to die? Or do they That'll just hit. look like terrified Thor in Ragnarok when he got beaten up by the Hulk? I mean, they're just scared. Three points of damage. Noted. Thank you. I'm not sure what that question is about the Hulk and the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my question is, do they look like they deserve a beating? Like they're enjoying it a bit too much? They do. These, these British the... guys, they look like they've, they've done this one or two times. They're kind of big fish in a small pond vibe because they're not brave enough to go yes, forward but you they're can be a big fish in a small pond and still look like you don't like doing this Maybe the no they don't have any redeeming qualities oh okay <laughs> so they're gladiators but they don't want to go to a bigger arena rude that's it they're enjoying cool. it so. so you shoot the eldritch blast uh, it smacks this thug in the back and there's like a, a hole through his armor like a little burn um, but this gives like well. <laughs> evil laugh <laughs> Salali. Uh, is he uh, is he near the priestess and the Sahagan? No, they're they're super far. So you guys in the center of this oh, sort of coliseum, essentially. That's and then the common people are under that dude, right? The they're like nearby. Him. Yeah, yeah, they're nearby him, but they're unconscious by the looks of things. Yeah, but I mean, Some if I cast this, they'll be dead. Um, <laughs> okay, cool, fine. I'm gonna do sacred flame again on this thug. Yeah, you can roll it. Uh, no, he must make a dick. So. Oh yes, sorry. Just do it, Carla. Just stand away. Hmm? 17. Oh. Nope. I'm just going to, but I'm going to do it so that he moves away from the commoners. <laughs> okay. Because I was about to say, otherwise we hear a, a Wilhelm scream from one of the down guys. <laughs> what? Um, but no. Is so somewhere the, else, it just shoots into the water. Terrible, terrible. Yeah. A tiny fish goes. <laughs> and, then and then you you see Talali and I'm like leaning on this club and I'm just shaking my head like, this is the worst day ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ariana, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to claim that big one that's down on the ground because you have the one guy prone underneath your talents, right? Yeah. Okay. That's so you get advantage. I'm going to use a finishing blow on him. Is that not a skill? Not to kill. Okay. Just, to, just to not come across. Just to maim. Oh, I see what you're <laughs> I want to maim. This is not a feature or an ability. You're just saying that's what you want to do. Yeah, no, that's okay. what I want to do. Roll it. Yes. Yeah, yeah 21. Cool. Yeah, it definitely hits. Yeah. Roll the damage. Let's see, guy. 
I don't want to kill you, but if you die, you die. <laughs> if you die, you die. Also, he, you get advantage, so you can roll that again. Do I have advantage? You could to see if you prone. get a, a 20. Well, he's prone. Not he's the damage, oh, the, damn. the roll. Well, yeah. If you get a 20, then it means something otherwise. No. Yeah, no. All right. So you walk up. And you sort of bend your knees and get a nice good squat and wha-bam! Um, and it, it, it clocks him. But okay. you drop, I like how I get like that squat club. in there. Yeah. <laughs> you have to look powerful. Ooh, yeah. um, these people are those kinds of people that have like stone faces. So you smash his face and it should crumple Ooh. to pieces, but it doesn't. Um, it's kind of there. And yes, he's looking bloodied and beaten, but, but he's dead. still conscious. Still what? there. Still alive. These thuggish types. I should have killed mm-hmm. him. Uh, after Ariana, the other thug that just got hit by a sacred flame turns to the little halfling and runs towards you and is going to swing his mace at you. Cool. And Good does a 13 hit your arm card. It does, but I cast a reaction. What is the reaction? Wrath of the storm. What happens? Lightning just slams down. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... What are you again? I thun when a creature within five foot of you that you can see hits me with an attack. I can use my reaction to cause the creature to make a dex saving throw. And then they take 2d8 of lightning or thunder damage on a failed saving throw. Wow. Wow. 17. No. Uh, Yes, so then they still take 2d8. And then I'm also going to cast, since I'm here, (laughs) use my um, thing... I have a skill. I'm going to channel the divine of Umberly, mm-hmm. which means my destructive wrath, which means I get max thunder or lightning damage. Is so that that's reaction? 16. Oh. So it adds to my spell. Okay. So uh, I make it 16 damage. So then they take eight. Cool. Fantastic. Uh, you so will by take, doing that. Yeah. So you'll take three damage from the mace. <laughs> and then this lightning. What is it? Lightning from the heavens. Yeah. Just, uh, but it's, it doesn't seem like clean lightning. It seems like. Like, dirty lightning. <laughs> <What>? Dirty lightning. <laughs> like, it, like temp- it's not like a solid strike. It's like a storm, like tempestuous. It's uh, a couple bits of lightning that mm. that slammed down. And I'm not going to be phased by this at all. I'm going to take the club knock because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, three's not too bad for yeah, me. And then what does the channel divinity do? Uh, no, it just means that I don't have to roll the damage. It just makes it max damage. Which is why he took the amount he did. Which yeah. is enough to sizzle and fry this man. He he shudders in the water because it's water as well. Yeah, it's totally mm-hmm. best I think I uh, element. Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> his hair stands on end and he just falls to his knees face first in the water. And I and then I lean on the club and I go, that wasn't a great idea for you. Why do you think I was standing over here? <laughs> Stupid. Thug down, thug down. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. Apologies for the extraneous interruption. We are now at the halfway point of our delicious salt marsh one-shot adventure. Thanks to James Hayek for writing these two lovely little teaser adventures up on D&D Beyond's website. We've put a link in the description if you want to read them yourself and have your own fun. If you'd like to find out what happens next to the shipwrecked team of Salazar, Talali, Ariana and Siegel, catch our next episode in part two of Sharkfin Shenanigans. If you like what you hear, give us a shout out on all the socials at dumdumdie. If you feel like more words, our email is dumdumdiepod at gmail.com. And if you'd like to take a look at our website, that's dumdumdierpg.com. We treasure your reviews, so if you'd like to leave us one on iTunes, that'd be cool too. My gratitude lives with all the wonderful humans that make this podcast that play every week. And to all of you that listen, I will miss you. But keep your eyes peeled on our Twitch and YouTube channels for more live video content coming soon. 
If we don't see you at our live show in Maboneng in July, please come visit us at Comic-Con Africa this year. Take it easy, and in the words of the ever-punny Carla, we hope your week is filled with adventure. Thank you.